Hi, my name is Joel, I'm a Scorpio, I like long walks on the beach and fluffy white pillows, and I'm here to talk about snacks. Not meals, not expensive things, not necessarily healthy things, although that's not excluded from the list of potential snacks. I'm just talking about shit that gets you fired up. The snacks that get you fucking hype, yo. I'm not sure if there is even a category for snacks to get people hype that is a little bit more succinct than saying the full snacks that get people hype and shit. But I still think it's important to, to quantify that this is not for the run of the mill, the run of the mill snacks. This is not for the R O T M S. This is for the holy fuck snacks. These are the snacks that. Uh, Somebody goes into a gas station, you only hope they understand the severity of the decision that is upon them when they purchase snacks. Like, the last couple times that I've had the opportunity to have, like, time alone with my wife that doesn't involve um, shit at home and doesn't involve sexy time, I try to make sure that I have a random plethora, a veritable cornucopia of fucking snacks. And this includes savory, familiar... Things that you've heard of before, but then also, sorry, like something popped up on my screen and it freaked me out. So this is savory, sweet, familiar, shit that sounds familiar, shit you've never actually had but could actually be completely terrible, but you're going to try it anyway because you live on the fucking, you like to live life dangerously. And then there's shit you're like, what the fuck is this? And you can't understand the shit on the label, so you're just like, you know what? I'm going to trust it. The universe cares about me. So all of these different snack experiences, these snack experiences, can all be experienced by everyone. There is no, like, like, you know, all that really limits us is geography and finances. So, I mean, if you can't afford snacks, that doesn't mean that you can't get snacks. It just means that you get less snacks. So with this, you know, snack economy, which is the ability to, it's like a dichotomy, but for snacks, there is the ability to both have the geography of your snacks impacted by your financial status, but your financial status is never usually impacted snack-wise regarding your geography. Are you with me? Great. All right, so, like, I just kind of had, like, this snack epiphany, a snack epiphany, where I was thinking about all the things that get me like fucking fired up. And a lot of them have nothing to do with like things that will bring me great wealth. A lot of them have to do with things that I can enjoy on the go that don't make too much of a mess, aren't too terrible for me, and I can adequately secure through legal means. I think I hit every fucking... And it can't be a Three Musketeers bar because nobody fucking buys a Three, Three Musketeers bar voluntarily. What the fucker are you? That's like eating air. And like, that's the, that's the LaCroix, that's the overly sugared LaCroix of candy bars. Because Three Musketeers doesn't have its own identity. It's a couple ingredients from other well-known and respected candy bars. So I've said it before and I will say it again. Fuck all three of the fucking musketeers. Do you hear me? I know that they're not listening, but if they were and this was like, you know, the Renaissance in France, the fucking three musketeers would be seeing two middle fingers from this guy. Fucking toolboxes. So, like, um, 
my like appreciation for snacks is like it gets deeper and deeper like as I get older. Like when I was a kid, I would settle because I didn't have the geography ability to skip out of geographies or the financial ability to skip out on not paying for things. So I was, you know, I was forced to kind of deal with what I had in stock. And what I usually had in stock when I was growing up, because my parents were both pharmacists and we never had fucking sugar in the fucking house, um, was either like the fake sugar fruit snacks or we'd have little cups of applesauce or I got really big into eating cottage cheese and peaches or cottage cheese and pears or cottage cheese and pineapples. Like, that's not even that healthy, but for some reason my parents thought that cottage cheese was uber healthy and it's okay. But then the fucking canned fruits that's like if you want to eat a fruit okay do it in moderation because that's a lot of fucking sugar you might not be needing in your shit you know but if you want to really get diabetes eat the shit out of the fucking can i mean it says 99 grams of sugar per serving and there's a half serving per fucking can like it's terrible so because of how disgusting that shit is i'm i'm surprised i didn't end up fatter you know coming into my fucking tween years but, like, I didn't have a lot of access to the salty and sugary snacks that, um, you know, had um, a lot of popularity back in the day. But I realized that my snack choices depend on who I'm with. My snack choices depend on where I'm going to acquire these snacks. My snack choices depend on what snacks have I had previously or most recently or what was my least favorite experience of late when it comes to any type of food that I put in my mouth hole? Like, did I have too much eggplant the other night and now I really don't want to have to chew anything? I mean, that would, that would, that would kind of have me leaning towards something that was mushy. It was like pre-chewed, like ABC gum. You know what I'm saying? Like, I could totally see my choice the night after a fucking huge eggplant dinner... You know, maybe being some gummy Skittles, which are new on the scene. And I find them fucking fascinating because I don't know what flavors that they're supposed to fucking match up with, but they are each uniquely uh, edible. I, I don't really have an adjective to throw in there because I don't, I can't discern the differences in these flavors, but they all fit in my mouth, which is just fucking convenient. So I'm not like wasting money by just, oh, throwing money at the fucking... No, I am, you know, realistically adding, you know, minutes to my life by having conversations like this with myself. But then, like, let's say I had fried chicken for dinner. Or let's say, no, I had fried chicken for lunch. That's what I did. And I don't usually eat that carb-heavy middle of the fucking day. I'm going to be tired, but I know that I deserve to feel, like, regal. Because some people can be put off by a huge fucking fried chicken meal that they eat. But other people can realize that, yo, that's a treat. You earn that shit. Even if you didn't earn it, you paid for that motherfucker. And even if you didn't pay for that motherfucker, opportunity afforded you a meal of fucking fried chicken. So let's just back off the willy-nilly bullshit, okay? It's like fucking Nelson the band in the 80s. Your hair is amazing, but what the fuck? Stop beating yourself up. I don't know where I was going with that. But then, like, so let's say I had the fried chicken meal, and I want something luxurious, yet luxury-filled, yet regal, Yet high, you know, high quality. Maybe I go with the Ferrero Rocher. Um, I mean, I'm not too proud to fucking buy a Toblerone in the Target checkout. Give myself a fucking Toblerone and a half bottle of Merlot. Let's fucking go. 
But let's fucking go without going anywhere. Because if I got a Toblerone, a Ferrero Rocher, and a fucking half bottle of Merlot, I am on my ass. I am seated. And I am comfortable. But then, like, when it comes to, like, other kinds of snacks, like... Fruits and veggies are things that I don't see as snacks because I'm not going to carry a fucking refrigerated bag of cucumber slices around. I mean, I do for my lunches because I'm not a fucking savage. I'm not just going to bring a whole cucumber and sit there and munch on the motherfucker. Although, I would save at least six seconds a fucking day by not having to go chop, 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 chop. Although, that's also me lying because Jules makes my lunch now and it's fucking magical. That woman is gorgeous, brilliant, and she does cool shit for me. God, I want to marry her the fuck again. Over and over again. Uh, but if I have, like, um, I had a good meal. I did the dishes. Maybe I took down the aforementioned half bottle of Merlot or Peanut Neuer. And I'm like, yo, I want something sweet, something cold. Let's go with some fucking ice cream. I'm really digging on those Yasso bars, man. Those fucking Yasso's with the salted caramel. Fucking money balls. And then also the vanilla... Ice cream, ice cream sandwiches are fucking money balls as well. But then I'm entering into a different territory, which is like the tradition. Like when you think of snacks, you think of, all right, a bag of chips, right? I am a huge fan of pretzel, cheddar combos. I also like original flavor corn nuts. Um, I also like original Doritos. I like the Tapatio Doritos. Um, I like regular flavored crunchers. I bought the sweet onion teriyaki ones on fucking Saturday or Sunday for me and Jules' date day, and they tasted like taint. And I know what taint tastes like because I'm an adult. I've tasted taint, okay? Totally cool with it. Wink emoji. Um, I like Cheetos, the original Cheetos. I like the jalapeno Cheetos, but I don't like them enough to buy them. Um, I like the Cheetos puffs, but I don't like the flaming hot ones because I think the flaming hot ones kind of taste like hot taint. And believe me, I know what hot taint tastes like. I'm a fucking adult. I know what taint tastes like, especially when it's hot. You feel me? Um, what else do I like? I like cheese balls, the traditional cheese ball in the tub. I don't really care for Pringles because I feel like just thinking about Pringles, I can taste them. And I don't think that's something that I, I ever really look forward to. Like, I did appreciate making the duck lips once or twice when I was in my utes, but I don't see it as something that I would purposefully buy for myself to ingest. Now, I think I've already discussed my appreciation for tortilla chips, more specifically the rounds. Um, I am a fucking slave for tortilla chips. You put a fucking bowl of plain tortilla chips in front of me, I will take off my clothes for you. I love tortilla chips. If there's cheese and or salsa or just salsa or fuck, just salt and lime, give me the fucking tortilla chips. So that's like, I don't have a favorite besides Tostitos Rounds, but I, I like the authentic ones. But I don't like those huge-ass motherfucking restaurant-style bitches. Those are way too fucking big to get anything done. You're over here cracking chips in half and shit, wasting crumbs all over the fucking place when you could be putting those crumbs in your fucking mouth where they belong. Just terrible. But um, the reason why I'm getting so fucking fired up about snacks is that one of my favorite people on the planet, his name is Tony Balistieri, and... I've known him through food and mutual friends who are both artists, musicians, and chef food people. Um, and the first time I met him, he was, like, super goofy, and I liked that he, like, talked to me, <laughs> and he wasn't, like, weird or a dick. Because sometimes when your friends, who are, like, the bosses of restaurants, when your friends introduce you to their friends, 
that's their boss. So they're going to treat you like a piece of shit. So, like, I've had a couple experiences where my friends who own the restaurant or who were the fucking chefs, their employees were, like, total dicks to me because, oh, fuck my boss. Which is kind of funny, but also I found out that some of my friends are shitty bosses. So I was able to shame them a little bit. But still, don't be a dick to people who are friends with your boss. They're not, they're not your fucking, they're not a dick all the time. But I met him and he was cool with me. And then we would randomly see each other and then we became Facebook or internet friends. And then, like, I love this motherfucker's energy. So I'm like, dude, I love you. You make me feel great about myself because you love life and you're just fucking super honest. And then we had some really fucking, like, cool, awesome, intimate conversations about some serious shit. And I got even more respect for the motherfucker. And then he started making these meals over at Mars. um, Mars uh, Community Brewing. Fucking amazing. Down on Iron um, in Bridgeport. And... Like, there's this fried bologna sandwich that was fucking stupid. There's all these things that he made that were just fucking life-changing. And he was he was happy about it. So I, I loved supporting whatever he was fucking doing. So me, Jules, and the kids would go out and just order whatever the fuck Tony says we should order. And it's always fun. I always trust him. Well, he started making fucking steak chips. Like, thin-sliced fucking good-ass beef, dehydrated and spiced. And it's like a protein heavy, delicious-ass fucking snack, and they're fucking stupid delicious. And whatever crumbs you have on the bottom of the fucking bag, you can sprinkle them on mac and cheese, tacos, deviled eggs. It doesn't fucking matter. The dust is fucking delicious. So my buddy is coming out with these these chips, Tony B's steak chips. It is what it sounds like because it is what it sounds like, and it sounds like what it is, which is Tony B's steak chips. So go to at Tony B's steak chips. And I know that I'm not one that actually has people that listen to his uh, mental ramblings to himself. But I, I think it's cool what he's doing. And I think it's awesome that he started from, like, an idea. And then just started fucking playing with it and saying, fuck it, buy these. If they're good, I'll make more. And they kept on getting sold and I kept on fucking eating them. So now there's, like, four fucking flavors. He's got a Kickstarter. I threw some dough at him because I'm going to eat them anyway, so I might as well just fucking pay for them now. And I'm really fucking excited about this. So this is my, um, that was my lead-in because I do want to talk about snacks more. Also, my wife and snacks. Julie is so particular, yet so fucking adventurous that she was one of the first people that I said, hey, my buddy's got these snacks that he's making. And she's like, let's get some. And I was like, too late. I already bought them. So now, with Tony B's getting his shit rolling, um... I'm going to eat Tony B's steak chips, and they're going to fall into my savory category. And they will be something that I not only can acquire locally and hopefully internationally, but I'm also pretty excited because whenever there's something left, I can take those little crumbs and sprinkle that shit on top of so many other things. And then my list will grow from mac and cheese, tacos, and deviled eggs to include a whole bunch of other shit. Like, imagine having ramen with a fucking steak chip. That you toss in it like, oh, God, I'm getting ahead of myself. Hey, if nobody told you you look fucking amazing today, and you should totally go buy some Tony B steak chips.